Hello, Sans, Frans, and Vans. Today on the episode of the Variety Half Hour, I have special guest, Brooke Hayhurst. I've met her throughout the comedy scene. She is a comedic gem, and I really like her stuff, and her fashion, and her hair, and her boyfriend's kind of cute. All right, Brooke, introduce yourself to the people. I mean, I, I think you just did it for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm a Charlotte-based comedian. Um, I, I do have a very cute boyfriend. I paint really stupid things like butts and eggs. Um, sometimes exclusively, sometimes not. Um, yeah, I, I just am a person who likes to fill my time with uh, too many hobbies for me to keep up with. Yeah, I love seeing your crafts. Like, don't you do something else? Um, I do everything. Like, I paint, I do embroidery. Um, uh, I tried knitting, didn't work. I'm really bad at it. Um, but yeah, I do. I recently have gotten into making miniatures. I don't have any money left. Um, I just what's a, <laughs> what's a miniature miniature like a miniature version of a regular object so like I made a miniature couch um that looks identical to like my living room couch um do you have it near you I can go get it I would love to see that okay one second if you could please all right y'all she's going to go get this miniature replica of her couch living room and I mean for audio guests I'll do my best to describe it but really, I guess you should just go on YouTube if that's something you really want to see. <gasps> oh okay. my gosh. So I found these guys at Target. I did not make these. They're really okay. And I had them on a shelf and they were just like looking enviously at me and my boyfriend sitting on our couch. So I made them their own miniature couch. I'm trying to get oh it to my my gosh. Couch. Okay, so I'm going to describe it. It's like a light you it's a light blue sofa with like the two cushions it's roughly the size of a very big hand and she has these cute little it's like a cute little ritz cracker and like a cute little gouda cheese and they're on her little couch replica being cute it's adorable Uh, yeah that was one of the more unplanned crafts that i did it's all just like cardboard and felt and hot glue (laughs) I mean, have you ever seen Drag Race? Oh, yeah. But that's, that's basically the, what they... <laughs> this is drag, but a different version. Yeah. For cheese. <laughs> All right. Well, I love that. And let's go ahead and start with some topics. Yeah. Brooke, I have a number of 20 topics that I have personally uh, written down. I would like you to pick a number, one through 20. Ooh, okay. One through 20. I will go with 11. 11. Okay. What are you loving this week? What am I loving this week? Yeah. Like I can start if you like. Yeah. You, you get it started and my brain will eventually catch up. (laughs) So this week, um, I'm really loving my cats. They are being very lovey-dovey. They're being nice. Um, They're playing cooperatively. Uh, Like, sometimes my cats 
if I play with one, then the other one's like very rude. Yeah. But now they're kind of like taking their own time and not getting super competitive. And this is Charlie. There he goes. Oh my gosh. Yep. I have a great little cat that's in the screen. Uh, He does this periodically. What else am I loving? I'm really loving watching TV with my boyfriend, Justin. Nice. What are you guys watching? We just finished season three of X on the Beach. What is it? X on the Beach is a reality dating show from MTV where they get reality and Instagram famous people uh, and then their exes show up on a beach. How have I not heard of this? It's trash. (laughs) It's really trash. I love that. I'm going to have We started with Survivor and now somehow we're just down the rabbit hole of reality. That's okay. So my boyfriend wanted to watch Survivor like a couple of years ago and I was like, eh, like I like trashy reality shows a lot. I like competition reality shows, but for whatever reason, I was just like Survivor is not going to be. It's so good. This past season was the best I've ever seen. Like, How do you feel? Like, what? How did you feel about the winner? I I liked it. Uh, honestly, like, it was between... It was Jam Jam who won, right? Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Carson. I think the three of them finally got to the end together. Which I really liked because I feel like there's... Wait, no. Way- actually, sorry. It was Heidi. Heidi. Carson didn't make it to the end. Yeah. Um, I liked that, like, the team that started out really rough actually made it all the way to the end because I feel like they always try and it like doesn't work out um so I'd love to see that arc um no I love Jam Jam I kind of wanted Carolyn to win just because like she was so insane it was absolutely charming um but but no ultimately I was happy I was very happy with Jam Jam yeah it's honestly one of the few times where I would have been happy for anyone to have won yeah because it's like the best person who can like talk about their game and how they outplayed everyone else usually wins and carolyn unfortunately doesn't have that skill that's yeah she was like did this major play and then she was like let me tell everybody about it and i was like no girl yeah don't do that big oof but yeah that's what i'm loving and and this album i'm really loving this album called scaring the hose uh, <laughs> that's um oh shit who is that i heard about this when it was coming out it's danny brown and jpeg mafia okay yeah i knew it was jpeg and then i can remember who else it's a very fun song a uh, very song well sorry it's a very fun song and it's a very fun album yeah. um and i finally heard one of the songs like in public and i was like jpeg mafia go i had never really I somehow JPEG Mafia had already always kind of like missed me um and so I picked like a random album and like just started listening and I was like I don't know if this was for me and then I showed it to a friend who's like really into JPEG Mafia and he was like that is not where you start you you too I was like okay (laughs) will do sorry so I have to restart my intro to JPEG Mafia (laughs) wait do you remember where you started I I think it was like just the most recent album that he had probably which oh, makes man. sense 
he was like don't start there like start earlier you know that makes sense but like yeah I was trying to get in there you know (laughs) I feel you uh my friend introduced me JPEG because he did a I think he did like a true colors or something YouTube he did a YouTube video of Thug Tears and then I listened to that album and I think that one's veteran and that's where most people start uh but yeah it just depends I really like the last album um so what are the things that you really enjoyed this week? Okay, um, one of them is really, this kind of random, but uh, it's cherry season right now. And like, they're always the most expensive fruit and they happen to be like my favorite fruit. So I'm loving that they're very cheap and affordable in the grocery store because it only happens literally like one week out of the year. And so I'm really happy about that. I know that's random, but I'm it's a not big- that random. I am a big like food person. Um, literally before we started this call, I was watching someone on TikTok make pickles. So um yeah, I'm I'm a big food person. I think the other thing that I've been loving is um this is gonna be cheesy, but my boyfriend. <laughs> um I I've just been so uh, I've done like a show a week now since mid-April mm-hmm. um, and we're now at the end of June and so I've just been running around like crazy um, and the entire time he has been so supportive even just like helping me do little things like he's like hey I'm gonna do like your chores and like I'm gonna help you with your laundry and like I'm gonna just like little stuff like that and just always sending me like I did some shows last night. He was sending me encouraging text messages and stuff. And it was just real cute and real sweet. And I love him a lot. <laughs> That's not, well, maybe it's cheesy. Who cares? Yeah. What's bad about cheesy? Yeah. <laughs> it, are those the two things? Can you think of anything else? I think, I think those are the two things that I'll stick with for now. Yeah okay yeah I mean if you live with a partner you might as well uh you hope that's one of the things that you look forward to every week yes exactly okay so another question uh pick a number between one through 20 okay I'll go with four four okay oh do you remember the first time you hated someone Or the first person you hated. The first time you hated someone. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, It was second grade. (laughs) Um, I had. Okay. I should preface this. I wasn't like a well-behaved young child. I was. I used to like skip class. Um, How old are we talking here? Like seven, eight years old. This is what happens when you have undiagnosed ADHD. You can't sit still. You cannot. Second grade. Yeah. um, Yeah. I would literally go to like other classes recesses. And like, (laughs) I just, I don't know why I got away with it, but I did a little bit. I definitely got put on like I was on one of those like um plans 
for like poorly behaved kids where like my teacher would have to sign off on like yes you were well behaved today um <laughs> but before that start like it, I was doing a little bit of the bad stuff then I got sat next to this kid whose name was Bishoy and he used to do like the classic little kid things like little kid bullying tactics like he'd pull my hair he'd like take my pencils and like break them then he started like copying off of me during tests which was like dumb of him because I didn't know what the fuck was going on I wasn't in class um oh my god but tell my teacher about it and she wouldn't do anything and so it got so bad that like I I would I didn't want to go to class anymore because this kid wouldn't leave me alone it wasn't one of those situations where it was like a little boy picking on a little girl because he likes her I think this kid genuinely did not fuck with me (laughs) I mean either way it's pretty much the same action yeah great um But yeah, so I hated that teacher because she, it literally took my dad going to the school and like screaming at her, like, you will move my daughter. Yeah. Um, For her to be like, fine. Um, Yeah, she sucked. Shout out. That suck. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. I think oh man, this is kind of going to suck. But uh, I think I, I wrote this question because I was listening to Kaya's podcast, Are We Really Friends? And she had this hate episode with Brian O'Neill that I thought was very like interesting. Yeah. But now that I'm thinking about it, there's like only one person I've truly hated in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And it's literally my stepdad <laughs> or former stepdad, I guess. Honestly, I'm not sure if my mom ever got a proper divorce. Worse is expensive. Yeah, but I know they haven't been together for like over 10 years. But mm-hmm. basically, um, he like abused my mom when I was a kid. And like I saw it and I hated him ever since. But they were off and on again for five years. So yeah. then I started hating both of them. Yeah. But yeah, now I just hate. I guess. Do I still hate him? I feel like no, but he was definitely the first person I hated, and it lasted a solid I don't know. Yeah. Ten years, maybe. Yeah, I mean totally justified. Like yeah, like, yeah. That, that Yeah, I, I know. There's not really Um <laughs> No, and I, I get, like, I've, as someone who also had abusive parents, um, I feel like I've, I've had moments where I've been like, oh, fuck you guys. I really, really hate you. But it's so, like, in and out that I don't feel like I can officially say that there was, like, a time period where I was, like, straight up, I hate you. Yeah. But, oh, my feelings were deep. Not, like, your feelings were not deep. It's just like I'm very like. Yours were well. There's a term for it. No, I'm bipolar, and so I never have like this or that. It's like that or this. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm just like honestly, I I don't mind these types of questions because I feel like everyone keeps it a secret, and then you feel more isolated, 
And so it's like to say, yes, I saw my mom get beat up as a child and that really scarred me is something that a lot of people have actually felt that they just never wanted to say out loud. Yeah, I think that's like one of the biggest things that I've taken away from therapy too is just like sometimes just saying stuff out loud, it makes it, it just kind of resurfaces it in your brain in a way where you're like, okay, this did happen but it's not happening now. So it's like, okay, you can, you, you can always move on from like the shittiest things that happened to you. And there, and now, you know, like living uh, and being older, I identify how I can help other people do that. Like if I hear something happening in my apartment, I'm like, you know, I can go, well, I can either call the police or I can try to like step in and be like, hey, what's going on here? Like if someone's rude to someone and open mic, I can be like, hey, that wasn't cool. And so it did ultimately make me feel like I'm someone that can help others simply by saying something. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's so powerful too, because I think so many people don't want to involve themselves. So that's really awesome. It is so actually like like I get it I get it to an extent of not wanting to be involved in others things but then just like I okay so uh, what did you study in school um I was an English major and then I studied like media literacy okay so in what was it I took like some kind of mass media thing or English thing where they talk about this article that happened in New York. It's like Kit Williams or something. A lady gets stabbed to death in an alleyway 37 times and no one called 911. And so it's like stuff like that where it's like, ah. I did. Okay. I think I'm familiar with this case. Didn't this happen in like the 60s or something? Yeah. Yeah. It was like real old timey. So and it's like, yeah. There's a really good podcast called You're Wrong About, mm-hmm. where they talk about this case and one of the like really fucked up things about that case was um, somebody did call the cops, mm-hmm. the, the NYPD just like, they were like, ah, we'll be there in like three hours as they are one to do um and then kit was actually she was a lesbian um and because her and her her partner could not be legally married her essentially wife like couldn't go and see her um in the hospital it was very fucked up i'm sorry to just like lay that sad fact on you um but that's Girl, like... I just <laughs> I just exposed my youth, I think. <laughs> Hearing that does suck though. Yeah, it's uh I, I I'm really interested in like queer history and it's a lot of stuff that isn't pretty, but I think like I think a lot of people have heard about that case and didn't even yeah. know that piece of it. So I like sharing that information, whether it's happy or not. <laughs> Yeah, and this news, I mean, this episode will not be released in June. and It is currently being recorded Pride Month. But hey, Pride, it's every month. 
and it's especially election day so uh be serious well yeah yeah these are the things that really help or hurt someone uh paying your sorry my cat frightened me (laughs) paying your cheek rainbow is cute voting for a president that wants people to stay alive is cuter Right. Actually doing something is way cuter than buying Target Pride merch. Well, that's enough of the topics. Moving forward, I have specially curated a challenge for you. I'm excited. So today I have collected three articles that are about one comedian. Every news article, I'm going to read the title in a brief paragraph. To give you an idea of who this person is, after I finish reading, you have the chance to, ooh, no, no questions, actually. You have the chance to guess one comedian name. If you're wrong, I'll move on. Okay. Okay. We're going to start with, this comedian stands in solidarity with Hollywood writers. She says, and, well, I gave it away, she, but she says, and I quote, we can't back down so um basically this comic was on the front lines of the union's last strike in 20 in 2007 this time she has a couple of tv shows that are on hiatus because of the strike and she is in full support of it um yeah yeah i'll stop there basically this community There's a comedian who has written in the past. She's writing now. She has her own show and she stands with the strikers. Okay. This is where we reveal that I don't know the name of anyone that's ever existed. Um, (laughs) um, Also, I have short-term memory issues. Um, Okay. So... My first thought, because I've been watching some of the the WGA writer strike stuff, um, my first thought was Alana Glazer. But then you said she's been writing since two thousand seven. I feel like that was too early for her. Um, then I was trying to think of who was writing in two thousand seven that also has a TV show right now can i i can't ask any questions so okay and there's three articles so okay it's you're not supposed to get it on the first one if that helps okay but if you do superstar i won't um (laughs) (laughs) just guess a name a female comedian um Okay, I know that this isn't right, but it's just who I can think of. Nikki Glazer. Okay. Definitely not her. Yeah. Next article. This comedian made a fan laugh so hard he nearly choked to death. Now that must have been a funny joke. Joel McHell told the comedian after she stared a story of a fan's unexpected reaction. The comedian and actress, 58, recalled one of the craziest things that have ever happened at one of her stand-up events. Ma'am, my cat's on my keyboard. (laughs) Uh, The star asked the crew to turn on the lights, 
oh wait sorry the show was going well and they were yelling at me from the other side of the stage as she pointed to her left she was like what's going on she asked the crew to turn the lights and her security team went to go check on the audience before finding out that they needed a paramedic um so yeah that's a fun little story okay i'm just gonna go with instinct is it margaret cho no are you okay. closer okay all right there's one more article okay lay it on me this comedian will never host the oscars oscars again she says no thank you this comedian co-hosted the 2022 Oscars with Regina Hall and Amy Schumer when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. This comedian isn't keen on hosting the Oscars again. Uh, when asked in a variety cover story while promoting her Netflix special, I'm an Entertainer, she was asked if she would open if she would be open to hosting the Oscars again, she replied, no, I don't think so. It was fun doing it with Amy and Regina, but solo, no, thank you. Psych she also revealed that Smith later re reached out to her, um, you know, to apologize. And uh, they made amends. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Diane, I don't know who people are. Oh, no. There's only like five famous female comedians. <laughs> Ten if you're in the know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who I even saw like in the background or like who they were panning to at that night at the Oscars. You don't know anything about the 2022 Oscars, do you? I don't have memory. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> here's the thing. I can tell you really like interesting facts about uh things that do not matter to pop culture. Um, that's what my brain retains. It's like, hey, do you want useless information that you can keep to yourself? That's what's up in here. Um, that and I think like a lot of birds and mice and stuff running around. Um I don't know. This isn't right. Quinta Brunson. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's yeah. not right. I know it it's isn't. Not. I know. Uh, do you want to do you want to drop one of your fun facts before I reveal the answer? Um, OK, uh, porcupines uh, can float in water because there is air and gas in the tips of their quills. Wait, in the tips? Mm -hmm. so oh, like pretty cool the um pokey part yeah yeah and so they feel like that that's very cute fact that you know i like that fact it was wanda sykes okay this is again i don't i thought i thought wanda sykes for the second one but then i was like i couldn't think uh or no, was it the, see, again, I don't remember anything. Was it the first one where you said that she had a current TV show? Yeah. That Bob was, Shaw's. I thought her, but I couldn't think of her TV show. Mm -hmm. um, 
down. It's okay. okay. Yeah, she wrote for like Entourage or yeah. what was that? Yeah. Uh DL Hughley show, Blackish. She's had a few shows. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was thinking in terms of not like her as a writer. I think I was thinking in terms of her as like an actress. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, she acted in those two. See, I just don't <laughs> just that so you don't watch TV, Brooke. <laughs> okay. I really don't. I'm like really addicted to TikTok in a disgusting way. Sick. Oh my god. Okay, I know we're wrapping this up, but that uh crazy because I'm in a new sewing class oh. and the amount of time everyone talks about what they saw on TikTok. And they're like, I- how do I do this one? It is helpful because I, I also just started sewing again and it is helpful to be like, I don't know how to make a buttonhole and then you can just like it is like google basically and it's just there for you that aspect of it is nice the emotional whiplash is not um but like the way that your algorithm can be like hey do you want to see some cute puppies and then it's like hey do you want to see a car accident oh okay yeah (laughs) yeah I have a tiktok I'm not on TikTok, but when I am on TikTok, I look at the individual accounts. I, yeah, I usually do that. And then every once in a while, I'm like, what do you think I like TikTok? And I just scroll my For You page and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, thank you, Brooke, for coming on to the show, the show, my show, the Variety Half Hour. Really enjoyed uh, picking your brain, sharing ring some news that I otherwise would not have known um so yeah thank you and let the people know where you would like to be found if at all yeah um so I have an Instagram and I post uh my crafts as well as uh where and when I'm doing comedy shows um you can find me it's uh at Brooke Hay like H-A-Y um yeah and I'll link to your Instagram of course as well Awesome. And uh, yeah, anyone who leaves a comment, no, nah, I'm not going to, I don't have anything to say about that. I'm going to cut that part out. Who cares? If you leave a comment, good for you. <laughs> good for you. No. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for joining me today. I hope you have a good one.